This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to the one with the Q&A bit, the question and answer show where Sarah and I try to answer your AEW questions. And this should be an awesome one. We're coming out of full gear. Full gear is fresh on our minds. Awesome pay-per-view. Uh, so we've got several questions we want to get into, and we're really excited to get into those. But before we get started, I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content, our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Also, please give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you podcast at. And please, if you have time, give us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Uh, that would be very much appreciated. Only five stars, though. Five stars only. Gotta make, go. it a, gotta make it a good one. All right. So, Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to try to answer some questions? I'll do my best. Let's go. All right. I'm going to kick it off with a question from Adam. Okie dokie. Uh, his question is a good one. It is, if you could own one or more pieces of a wrestler's entrance gear, what would you want? Sarah, I know this is going to be so easy for you. You are going to want something, anything from Cody Rhodes, right? No. Okay. I was way off. So, yeah. <laughs> what okay. would you want? Um, yeah. I would like John Maxley's barbed wire bat. Ooh. I could use that in my day to day life. You probably could. I would. Say a prayer for everybody in your path. Yep. Once you get said bat, including yep. your husband. Uh, yeah. Do not, do not piss her off. Nope. <laughs> All right, John Moxley's bat. That's a good call. Uh, mine uh, would be one of those um, chandelier head headbands <sighs> that the young bucks wear with the little with the little danglies. I want one of those. <laughs> I want one of those in my life. That's what I want. And if I see one out for sale somewhere, <laughs> I will get it and we'll post a picture on Twitter of me oh wearing a, a dangly chandelier headband. So if you know where to get one, let me know. Uh, I, will. I think you'd look quite pretty. Of course I would. That's so <laughs> silly. Of course I would. <laughs> I love how you're going for like the really like cute stuff and I'm like, no, bye bye bye. Keeping it with our characters. Yeah. Well, you look at the logo for the podcast. <laughs> Literally, you're holding Literally a Bob Word. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, it's the logo. <laughs> Gotta stick with the gimmick. Gotta stick with the gimmick you created. Yep. All right. So, what is your first question? First set of questions. Um, As from our very good friend Slick. Um, 
Slick's questions go as this. Will Jungle Boy ever be recognised as Jungle Man? <laughs> I said um, that in the way of George the Jungle thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we'll hit that one right off the bat. I think it's a yes, because I think Sarah already recognises him as Jungle he Man. He is a Jungle Man. Yes, we. she she called him that on the um the Full Gear review. Uh, uh, so Jungle Man. I jungle Man him, in his jeans. Yeah. <laughs> I called him Lumberjack Perry. So, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I see think Jungle as... Man's better. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Jack Perry? J- lumber? Jack Perry? See how it... It's like... Okay. <laughs> I know, but a Lumberjack doesn't ride a dinosaur. I'll he... What? A prehistoric... Oh, Luchasaurus! Lumberjack Luchasaurus is going to change his name to Bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> a prehistoric Lumberjack could. You know... They could both come out wearing flannel and and throwing paper towels at people. You know, do y'all have brawny paper towels over there in the UK? Have what? Brawny, it's a it's like a brand of paper towels. It has a lumberjack on the front of I don't even know why no. would why would you have a lumberjack on the front of a paper towel package? I don't know. I guess because they're strong paper towels, maybe. Cause in the US, y'all y'all know brawny paper towels. It's a thing. Got the lumberjack on the front, right? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm so lost right now. I, I keep forgetting that some of the brands we have are probably not brands over there. So when I think lumberjack, sometimes I think of the brawny dude on the front of the paper towels. So never mind. Moving on. I thought I was so, on a roll so, there. Geez. See? Because, uh, okay. yes, Jungle Man. We, we, yes, Slick, we do recognize him as Jungle Man. He, he, he's there. Yeah. He's got okay. a beard and everything. Yeah, what's the name? Um, next one is from Slick. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, we got three. Yeah. Who should be the next tag champs after Lucha Brothers have a good run? I know the answer. I know. Me, 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 me. What? Uh, let's see. What's her name? Starts with a Santana, ends with the Ortiz. That's right. It's Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's going to have to be face face, though. Unless somebody I don't turns, they just need those belts. So now that I've I've gone that that route, it almost makes me think that maybe somebody else is going to beat the Lucha Brothers, and then Santana and Ortiz get them from them. So maybe it could be somebody else. Why are you doing this to me? What if it's the acclaim? No, I could I could see that. I the the acclaimed are they're a hot team, man. I could see that. But I want Santana and Ortiz. And then, but then that would be the fun is seeing Santana Ortiz shut up the acclaimed after they've run their mouths with the titles for so long. If the acclaimed fun. wouldn't have a long reign, no, it, 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 no, it doesn't have to be a long reign at all. Um, like a week. That, so that could be how you get there. Well, you got to be more than a week. Yeah, you know, got a couple months to get to a pay per view or something. Got to make it. Uh. You got to build up that hate for the acclaimed with those titles so it's cool when Santana Ortiz beat them nah who am I kidding I'm just going with Santana Ortiz beat the yeah. brothers we're good okay alright what's the next, next? What's, his, what's his third third one is inspired by toasters and bunk cake pans what outlandish kitchenware's items would make credible weapons microwave blenders yeah. Well, no, uh, you'd, you'd have to like plug it in. 
yeah, and then yeah. put someone's appendage of something in. And okay, turn it so on. so we're uh, drop cords. We're going to run drop cords out to the uh, to the to the uh, ring so that we can plug up those blenders, right? That's what we're doing. Uh, it's, it's a lot of like pre-planning and quite an obvious tactic. <laughs> you want something that's like you can grab quickly and use it. Butcher knife. I don't think okay, I to took it too people. far, didn't I? I took it too far. Sorry. <laughs> you went to kill people. Um, I'm thinking a mallet, a meat tenderizer. That could kill somebody. Yeah, but it's just a, it'd be a bit like having thumbtacks on like a bat. It'd just tenderizer make a dent the, in your back. The meat on somebody's forehead, that could be bad. Yeah. Um, so, okay. barbed wire. What else mallet. do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else is in the kitchen. What we got in here? Um, the oven's too heavy. We can't use the oven. Uh, refrigerator's too heavy. We don't want to go that route. Yeah, I don't know. I think we should roll with that. But uh, rolling pins, right? Rolling do pins, people, yeah. Do people still grater. use rolling pins? Oh, cheese, cheese grater. Yeah. Cheese grater. That's good. A whisk. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Whisk someone's hair? If it was Jungle Boy, you'd get caught. But like, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, that could be that could be bad. So whisk might be underrated. We might be underselling the whisk. Yeah, with the long hair. I think what else um, there is? Yeah, um, <laughs> for some reason my brain went corkscrew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, What's that sticking out of his eyeball? <laughs> it's a corkscrew. <laughs> Um, and Mark's gonna borrow that eye patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to, like listing all in my head what I have in my kitchen. Um, this is kind of this is gonna frighten me. Don't frying pan. <laughs> frying frying pan. That's that's a good one. You could take it back into the cartoon type of era. Yeah, you could. Pan. Same with the rolling pin. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of in the same vein. Um. Mm. Uh, I don't know, like cookie sheets. We've seen that before, right? Yeah, it's a cookie sheet. Oh, you can just go um, back to what Mark used potato. Yeah, we could throw food in there, right? Yeah, um, potato, watermelon, ice cubes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, full bag uh, of ice, <laughs> pickle juice. Let's <laughs> start throwing olives because I hate Mayo. olives. Oh. <laughs> Create a slip and slide around the ring. <laughs> oh, the old banana peel trick. Oh, olive oil, hundred percent. Oh, oh, there we go. I feel just like throw just everything. Made a mess of the arena. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> turned into up. a food fight. <laughs> We've thrown everything out there except for the kitchen sink. That A-W, would be next. The kitchen um, sink. Food wrestle match. <laughs> <laughs> so where 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 are they at this week? It could be a you know, Virginia food fight or something. Does um, Virginia have special dishes? Uh, I don't know. Well, I definitely don't know. Barbecue, maybe? I've never been to Virginia. I don't know. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> they were slick uh, three questions. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. This one is from Ben. Two question, Ben, but does he have two questions? Let me see. Yeah, there are two questions. Okay. All right. First one from Ben. What do you think is next now for Miro? He was a tad surprised at the result. 
uh, but can't wait for Danielson versus Hangman. So what do you think's next for Miro? He's going to be arguing with his God for a while, I think. He's going to be, Absolutely. you know, shouting up at the sky. Um, I, I don't know, and I love that with this Miro character right now, mm-hmm. that he just seems to get annoyed at his God and then just takes it out on somebody. <laughs> so, yes. Anybody is, um, anybody's fair game, apparently. I, I hope we get more of these, and I'm sure we will, more of these promos that we've seen of him where he keeps getting more irritated. We, we've seen him make threats to his God, which sounds weird. Uh, so I want to see more of that. I want to see more of that and less of just, you know, I, I, I could see where they could go the route where jobbers get fed to him, I guess you could say, where he just destroys people in 15 seconds. I don't necessarily want to see that where he just beats little people. I want to see more of what we've already seen of these vignettes. And the yeah. fact, I think that's really it, building that, building to something. I'm not sure as far as an opponent, like a major feud, I'm not sure where we go. Um, no. That is a really good question. One I haven't really – and like you said, it's good that we don't fully know. Yeah. Uh, that you Because a lot of stories, we have a really good idea of where they're going, like with Hangman Page. Yeah. Um, we kind of – we see that. And that's not a bad thing. But with Miro, we don't, and that that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I really don't know who the next opponent would be. I just want to see more of what we've seen and, and see that character develop through this premise. Uh, yeah, I definitely think uh, he's going to get more irritated um, yeah. because, obviously, in his eyes, his God has forsaken him again for not getting through. Um, I also think he's going to be annoyed at the fact that he he didn't tap out. He oh, just couldn't. Yeah. Um, he wasn't, you know, conscious. <laughs> yeah. So that he didn't I, I lose. Think I think that's going to be a road that he can go down with that as well. Um, so, yeah, I just think we're just going to have more angry Miro, which I generally like. So, yay. That. It's a good point you brought up and just made me think of something with him being irritated with how that match ended. Mm. Uh, will he then blame Brian Danielson as part of that? And will he attack Danielson at some point brutally, which I, then will, could possibly have an effect on the Page danielson match? There is a possibility. We, I do think he's going to take it more out on his God for the time yeah. being. But I think yes. Miro could get to the point where Not that he believes he has a calling, but as in he feels like he needs to um, please his God, so he needs to take care of a few things. So could, you know, I guess could Danielson be that sacrifice, I guess if you're going to put it. It also could be Sammy. Hmm. Could be. We'll see. It's interesting. Mm. That's what makes him so compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, the next part of Ben's question is uh, Kingston refusing the handshake from Punk for the second time. What do you guys make of that? Even though they are both faces, Kingston was very heelish. I don't think Kingston mm-hmm. was heelish. Um, I don't think he was heelish at all. I think um, 
I think that's Eddie. Um, he... I think he, with that match, like he said, he didn't care whether he won or lost. He just wanted to um, beat up CM Punk. He just wanted to fight him, uh, which yeah. he, he did. And I think at the end of that, Punk sort of gained some respect for Eddie for doing that. And then in the press thing, he was saying that, uh, and Brian Danielson echoed the same thing, saying Eddie's really good as a wrestler. But when, we, when we've wrestled in the past or been on the same type of show, he said Eddie would go out till 3am the next morning where I'd go back to my hotel room, eat and do some stretches. So Danielson was saying, basically, if Eddie puts the amount of effort he puts in the ring, out of the ring, he'd be mm-hmm. phenomenal. So I think the whole Eddie thing is... Eddie... Eddie has a lot of issues around people not respecting him. And yeah. him knowing he is really good at what he does, but he feels like he's never been um, looked on favorably by the people that are in higher positions in the wrestling industry than what he is. And this is yeah. the thing with Punk. The fact that then Punk handed out his hand again for a handshake could have been viewed by Eddie Kingston. And the only way I can say this is, this is how I would have perceived it. Like I've said before, there's a lot... I, I have some similarities with Eddie Kingston. Um, mm-hmm. The way I would have perceived it, or Eddie might have perceived it, was the handshake was a bit condescending. Um, kind of like, oh, well, you know, good job. You know, good job. You tried. You didn't, you know, you didn't beat me. That type, that type of thing. Because you could see Eddie for a moment pause and then walk away. Um, yeah. I don't think it's his. I just think Eddie's in that frame of mind where he feels looked down upon by these people that he feels should have, you know, the people he looked up to, he feels like they should kind of um, give him some respect of how much he's continued with this career with all the obstacles in front of him. And they yeah. don't seem to get that from his side. Um, they see this amazing wrestler, but they don't see what he's had to do to get there. And they don't view that as um, like kind of not the right way of doing things, but they don't view that as kind of as like exceptional as what it is. They kind of look down on that whole path he's taken. Yeah, I I think it's it's interesting that he brought up him looking like a heel in this handshake ordeal mm. uh, because it could be perceived that way. Um, I mean, as he pointed out, he it kind of had the optics of that, and I think there's some merit to it. The fact, and there's merit to what you're saying too, and that's what makes it so complex. Mm. It's and the reason I love a lot of these storylines that it's not cut and dry. It's not black and white. It's not good and evil. It's mm. real. It's human. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's all about perspective. This is Eddie Kingston it, at the end of yeah. the day. 
with a lot of the stories, it's not just good versus bad, or like we're talking about with Danielson and and Paige coming up. There's there's not going to be a direct good versus bad here. It's just pick a side. Yeah. Um, it's just great, and that's how life is. Life's great. Mm-hmm. It's not always decisions I think is the right one is necessarily the right decision in everybody's eyes. Yeah. Just how it is, you know. Um, but with this, the handshake, uh, Punk may have meant it genuinely. Uh, he may have meant it condescendingly. Mm-hmm. We don't know. You know, it's it's and so it's one of those where you could look at it and go, look, okay, even after all that, Punk still extended his hand, and Eddie refused it. Now, Eddie may have looked at that as being condescending, and that's why he didn't want to accept the handshake. But was Punk meaning it that way? Or was mm. Punk being genuine? Like, dude, this was a dog fight. I know I won, but I want to bury the hatchet. Maybe it was meant that way. So just some people could view it as Eddie just being like a spoiled sport. Dude, mm. I lost the match. I'm not shaking your hand. Forget it. And I'm, I'm mad that I lost and I'm not going to shake your hand. Uh, because he kind of sort of started the fight with the interrupting Punk. That's kind of how I got rolling. And then he got beat in the end. And now I'm not going to accept your handshake. So you could, I'm just painting the picture. You could view it from that side as being the heel here. Because I got it started. I didn't finish the fight. Now I'm not even going to shake your hand at the end. Or you could view it from the perspective of, like you said, Punk was talking down to him in the promos. Mm-hmm. Eddie said, you know, yeah. the, the way Punk treats people backstage or has in the past isn't what you see on screen. So, like, you're not seeing the real Punk out here. You know mm. what I mean? So if that's true and if you believe what he's saying, then you do see that handshake different. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's just where 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 you draw the line. What you believe is what do you believe what you're seeing on the surface or do you believe what Eddie's saying backstage happens? Or yeah. Punks? So I, that's what I love about it. It mm-hmm. can go either way. Yeah. So did I view it necessarily heelish? Not necessarily, but I could see how people do. Uh, or I could see how people would, and some people will. I don't know. Um, mm. Very complex. I love the gray stuff. I yeah. love this gray stuff. I do. Because with you can this, have these conversations. Exactly. And with this as well, with Punk doing the press, what I was saying when we were talking about it in the review was mm-hmm. Punk was saying the best thing about what the whole thing with him and Eddie is, is you can, there is no, like you're saying, no bad, good guy in this situation. Mm-hmm. People can relate with Eddie going, yeah, I remember this, that, and the other, and I remember, you know, people looking down at me and stuff. But then there's some people that can relate to Punk. Like, Punk's said, like, being in an office and you wanting this guy or this person that you know is really good at the job. They're just not putting the effort in. And you get frustrated with them. Yeah, he says. So that's people can choose the sides that way, and I think that is literally mm-hmm. what this, what Ben's asking here is. Yeah, it is so you with AEW, you can relate to these people because the characters are mm-hmm. them just dialed up a bit, and I don't yeah. even think Eddie's dialed up that much. No, um, no. <laughs> it's like, that's Eddie that's, all the time. That's the thing for me with Eddie is I can relate to so much of that. Yeah. So I will always see 
things from Eddie's size and point of view. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. But then again, someone that has been in the same situation as Punk, you know, where they're yeah. rising up and the person that they saw all this amazing potential with is wasting it. You can then see it from Punk's side of things. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing how in depth and deep this stuff is when it's yep. wrestling. <laughs> and, and two, it's, it's a different way of, because, you know, punk, he's been gone for seven years, right? Mm-hmm. The, the punk that Eddie is talking about was the punk back then. And it, and it says a lot about how people can change too. Yeah. Um, because the, the punk that Eddie's talking about is the punk back then. He was probably a completely different person then. Mm -hmm. And he's talked about how, and the punk that people saw in WWE may have been differently backstage too. So he may perceive the punk that he's seeing backstage now as he's fake. He's being Mm -hmm. fake. This ain't the punk I know. The punk I knew before is this. And I I can relate to that too, of seeing people Mm -hmm. that, people that have have done me wrong or, or have done you wrong or have done somebody wrong. And you're just thinking of what they did to you 10 yeah. years ago. And yeah. you're around them now and you see how they are and they seem like a completely different person. Mm-hmm. And you're just waiting. You're like, no, 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 no. Oh, I, 100% I, I, know that. I 100% yeah. get that. But the, and the thing is, though, people can legitimately change. And it's hard for people to accept, especially when you're the person who has done wrong. It's hard to accept that somebody is a different person than they were and people can change. That's the beauty of life. We, we can make mistakes, and 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 everybody has in their life. Uh, but you can change as a person. You can mm. you can make things right, and you're not always going to be right in everybody's eyes. But that doesn't mean you haven't changed. That doesn't mean somebody's going to forgive you for mm-hmm. what you've done because you know people don't have to forgive you. The past isn't completely forgotten. It can be forgiven, but it's not forgotten. I guess Mm. I'll put it that way. So, you know, you can look at it that way too. Maybe punk is being honest. Punk is the punk that people see backstage. Now he is a great guy and he's enjoying his time in AEW, but maybe Eddie can't get that out of his mind of what the punk he knew before. Mm. So maybe there's maybe both are right. Maybe punk was a complete piece of crap to him in the past. Yeah. But maybe punk is the true punk you're seeing now. So both can be right. It's just that they can't, the past can't be put away, can't be yeah. forgotten. So, yeah. okay. Um, I love this, man. These, these yeah. storylines are just so I good. I know. Okay. This, is, this is why we enjoy this Q&A session as well, because mm-hmm. we get to really explore all of this with people that yeah. are asking us the questions and you give us topics and, yeah. You can talk. <laughs> and, and I guarantee you, Ben did not expect this long of a conversation and, and to go this deep into <laughs> to personalities. They really have a lot to do with not about wrestling, but about real life, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think it is your turn, ma'am. Yep. Next one is from Aaron. Um, all right. He says, do you think the Dark Order and Adam Page will now turn heel because Page is now champ? All right, Chef Aaron, I'm not sure what you're cooking up, but <laughs> I'm not liking the dish that you're serving in this page question. I knew you um, wouldn't be in favor of this. <laughs> no, man. What what kind of no, we can't we cannot make but are so basically Aaron, you're you're suggesting that 
the Dark Order are be- going to become the new Super Elite. <laughs> and Paige is be- going to become the new Omega? Kenny Omega. So, oh, like, no. all this arrogance is going to just, the power of arrogance is going to shift from the Super Elite. We just got to rid the of Dark Kenny Order. Omega. <laughs> yeah. Paige is going to come out smacking people. That would be, that, now, now that now I think about it, Aaron, it would be comical out now that if, if we finally get a Paige versus uh, Moxley matchup down the road for the title, <laughs> Paige beats him with a microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah, it'd be funny, wouldn't it? Get. Uh, so, no. Although that was just funny to talk about. No, I do not think in any way, shape, or form the Dark Order and Adam Page are going to go heel. Um, no. Could somebody break away from Dark Order and go heel? Yeah, maybe. No. But not the Dark Order as a whole and Paige. No, I, I, I agree with you. I don't I think the way Hangman is and obviously knowing a bit more about his backstory from watching the press thing, um, I don't see him going heel as a champion. Not to say he'll never not go heel, but right now I don't think so. He's still our anxious millennial cowboy and Absolutely. He he can't get rid of cowboy sh- so, um, no. even though it does no. sound like the crowd hates him when they say that because it's such a weird <laughs> thing to shout, but it's, yeah. it's positive, but it sounds negative. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> I was kind of listening going, if someone turned on, they were shouting that and they could see a yeah. hand in the ring. They'd be going, they really don't like him. Why are no, they cheering really... for him now? <laughs> they're crapping all over this cowboy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I also don't think the Dark Order can go heel for a while yet. Um, yeah. I mean, it's only just coming up to Brody Lee's, um, like, you know, kind of one year later. I generally don't think they can go heel for mm-hmm. a while if they ever do go back heel because everybody loves the Dark Order being the little, like, mm-hmm. John Silver, like, oh, even as a Love. heel, John Silver was amazing. But yeah. I don't feel they—they they never were. Once Brody Lee took over the Dark Order, they never were the evil heels that they first tried to be when yeah. they first got to AEW. Yeah. Um, but I don't see them becoming heel again, if ever, for a while. So. And a lot of that love for. The Dark Order came from those BTE yeah. segments with yeah. Brody Lee. That's yeah. you could tra- trace it right back to that. Yeah. Um, those segments were just yeah. brilliant. Um, but yeah, no, no, no heel for them, please. No. All right. You'll make so you'll, was, you'll make Woody cry. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> He's just got oh, his please. champion. <laughs> it's so long for this. I, I I love rooting for the bad guys. I love rooting for the elite, but this ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> There, this one. <laughs> there are people that I'm okay with with everybody hating and and uh, <laughs> but and not your cowboy. <laughs> but not no. Everybody's got to love this man. We got to go. Um. All right. So is this the last question? I think it is. Yeah. All right. So two questions from Ted. We'll start with the first one because that's where you always start. Normally, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. His first question is: How long does Hangman hold the title? Does he lose immediately to Danielson? No. No. Like I said, I think I said in the review for Full Gear, 
I expect when the match happens that Hangman, even though Brian Dyson has said in the press uh, junket afterwards that he doesn't think Hangman will be having the title for long. I think that's not true. Um, yep. I think there'd be a riot if that happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I've been waiting for like two years and then Seriously? Um, Seriously? (laughs) I really think Woody would also pop a blood vessel. So (laughs) That um, would explode. (laughs) Yeah, it would not be good. Um, Mm -mm. I think the fact that they'll have the match, and I think something involved in the match will happen where Mm. Danielson doesn't get the loss overshadowed him. Something's going yeah. to happen where Hangman retains, but Danielson doesn't really lose in that sense. Um, I think Hangman yep. could hold it for a year, possibly. Um, oh. mm. So yeah, I, right. I definitely think because if you look with the title, everybody that's had it has gone a bit longer, a bit longer, a bit longer, a bit longer. Yeah. So I think the hangman could get towards the end of next year and maybe lose it the following revolution. Yeah. So that's, that's my that's, thought. That's not a bad call. Uh, no. Does he does he lose immediately to Danielson? No, I agree with Sarah. Absolutely not. Thank you. No, no, no. <laughs> Otherwise, Woody's no. calling Tony Khan. <laughs> no. Yes. Hey, TK, what are you doing? And he better answer this time. He better answer this time. Um, how long does Hangman hold the title? You know what? I'm going to make a bold prediction here. In that post-match speech that you can see that Sarah had shared, I think she found on YouTube, where mm-hmm. he was talking about all these times he's lied to himself. He wanted to tell one last lie, and this, that he's going to hold that belt forever. I think I'm, I'm making a bold statement here that aliens are going to attack the planet within the next year and annihilate everybody. The whole, the human race is over with because of this alien attack. So that will make Hangman's statement of, I will hold this title forever, be true. It will be the only or the only time he didn't lie to himself. Do you know when this alien invasion is happening? Are we going to make it to a full year of this podcast? Or is it like, you know... Yeah, we're going to make it to over. a full year. Oh, Just, right. Okay, uh, thank goodness I've for that. been in communication. And then yeah, just, been, you know, yeah. for nothing. I'm not, I'm not going to tell everybody when it's going to happen because that'll oh, kind of ruin okay. the. People don't like having spoilers, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to give panic. you a spoiler of when this uh, attack is going to happen. Yeah, we don't uh, want people to panic. Just be on the lookout. Uh, okay. we'll, we'll before it happens, we will do a a, a preview show of the yeah. alien attack. We'll do a we'll do a final a final a podcast and a prediction. <laughs> But we, won't be able to do a re- but we won't be able to do a review. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get maybe your rampage. <laughs> maybe it'll be just in time for Malachi and Cody 17. Oh, God, no. <laughs> and it'll be like an alien invasion match, right? <laughs> as long as they take Cody first. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, take <Slick>. Cody first. <laughs> Beam me up. All right. You have him and you're um, sending him back down going, no, we can't handle this, mate. He's just he's too much. <laughs> like, they beam him up and he like, His elevator up. goes he up. He <laughs> <laughs> comes up into the ship with the music playing. 
And then he goes, let's go. And even the aliens give a mixed and reaction. Like, yeah, go, boo, hey. <laughs> Let's go. And then you send him back down going, no, you can have it back. Yeah, okay. Come on, Robert. Oh, man. We, we almost made it through this podcast without a Cody oh. thing, but we did. You are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right. So the last question from Ted is, will the Minneapolis screw job be remembered in history like the Montreal screw job because we all know FTR got screwed. Did they though? Mm-hmm. Did they though? So you you don't do you think this this goes down in history like that? But but, but did they get screwed though? Or were they just yeah. being idiots? <laughs> I mean some would say Cash got screwed there. Um, what would you say? I definitely think Cash screwed Cash. They uh, they messed up. He'll have to take a long look in the mirror and know that that Cash screwed Cash. Yeah. And that's all I got to say about that. They Sorry, thought Ted. they were clever. I I'm pretty sure that FTR will try make it a thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they will. I'm I'm pretty sure we're gonna we'll probably get a. I would love to get a full documentary. Yeah, that they do <laughs> yeah. with with Rick Knox. I'm pretty sure know. that I'm pretty sure that um, Tully's um, calling the legal team and um, yeah. looking into this with you know the FBI and everything. So pretty sure we'll find out something. I, I would love, I would honestly love to see like some interviews with Rick Knox about the situation <laughs> and all this stuff. And then they they ask um, uh, Penta and Phoenix about it. And Alex does the, you know, Penta, Penta says, says. Penta says, cash screwed cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love oh, it. Brilliant. So I'll be disappointed if I don't see that now. Yeah. All right. No, Ted, we don't uh, agree with you. <laughs> no, but I don't, I don't blame you for being mad, bro. Yeah. I don't blame you. No, you guys, it's fine. Yeah. You got to do it. I mean, I mean, this. Sarah's been mad about the Moxley thing for how long? Okay. She has not let that go. So I totally expect you to hang on to this, Ted, for <laughs> until FTR get the titles. Um, totally with you. All right. So great questions, everybody. This yeah, was a fantastic. fun, fun Q and A. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got a little long winded with some of those questions, uh, but do we? ever not get long-witted with the questions come on i mean they uh, are meant to give us like more direction but really it just gives us more room to just yes ramble yep <laughs> i love it we need guidance and y'all did a great job guiding the show this week yes thank you for sure uh so thank y'all so much for listening uh and don't forget to give us a follow on twitter you can follow the channel at beauty x the beard you can follow me at let the beer play and you can follow that girl, Sarah, hey. it's strange, underscore pixie. You can. Uh, so thank y'all so much for the questions, and thank y'all for listening. Y'all be good out there, be good to each other, and we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. And it'll be like an alien invasion match. As long as they take Cody first. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Slate. <Slick>. Cody first. <laughs>